welcome to I'm Not Dead Yet with Judy and Travis, a podcast about living an extraordinary life with extraordinary circumstances. And welcome to the I'm Not Dead Yet podcast. I'm your co-host, Travis Robinson. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease at age 35 in 2014. And I'm your other co-host, Judy Yaris. My husband, Sandy, had Parkinson's disease for 18 years. I was his care partner. Today's episode, we'll be doing things a little different. And if this is your first episode, welcome to the show. But please give us at least a couple more episodes before you come to a final judgment about us. This episode will be a little different. But first, we have our PD-101, or... Fuck, I have Parkinson's. So, you've had a couple really bad days, aside from just having the diagnosis, which has put you into a tailspin. You also have been feeling like crap, and you're thinking, is this it? This is what my life is going to be, a big crap pile every day? Well, I'm here to say that no, that's not going to be it. Because some days are going to be really great, and you're going to forget you had Parkinson's, and you're going to just go through the day and and feel like everything's a-okay and pretty normal. But there may be days along the road where you're going to go, what the hell happened and why? And today in this episode, we're going to be talking with Travis about his experience on a not-so-great day. We are always pretty positive on this show, and we talk about pushing through and, you know, you can do anything you want to do, you just have to do it differently. But today we're going to look at a day where no matter what Travis did, it just didn't seem to work for him. And I think he wants to share this story and give you a little bit of reality. So, Travis... How was it yesterday? Well, in a word, Judy, it was fucked. (laughs) Okay. In a few more words, I will describe my day for you and for our listeners. I woke up in the morning as my usual habit and got up, got my Happy ass a glass of water, because you got to stay hydrated. And I'd slept pretty good the night before, so I was feeling pretty well. Took my medications on time, as directed, and went about making myself a breakfast shake, as I want to do, because you gotta keep a little blood sugar up, as directed, and then I went for a run, three miles, which took me about 45 minutes, which is, you know, even better than directed, but, you yeah. know, hey. Very respectable, Travis. Very respectable. 
45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And so I got home, took a shower, drank a large glass of water again, got to stay hydrated, yeah. and even added an electrolyte tablet to that water. Good move. Okay. Then after I finished that water, I started to prepare myself second breakfast as I want to enjoy a little carbohydrate into the mix. Made myself a lovely stack of pancakes mm, with good. maple syrup. Posted a picture of that on my Instagram for those who follow me. And I felt pretty reasonably good. Had two cups of coffee during breakfast and also had another glass of water as directed. <laughs> Just to make sure. Right. No dehydration for you. Yes. And then that took me right up until it was time to sit down and attend the virtual support group, which started off pretty well, but then I started to feel my hands spasm or cramp up. And over the course of the hour and a half long support group, the following occurred. Now, you can follow along with me, dear listener, or not. If you're driving, please don't follow. But if you're not, go ahead and give this a try. Take your left hand and fold it into a cup-like shape. You know, so your fingers are about halfway bent and, you know, generally held loosely. Now, begin to squeeze your fingers together. Squeeze them very hard until squeeze them in a sideways direction so that the pinky overlaps the ring finger and the ring finger slightly overlaps the middle finger. Now, clench that as hard as you possibly can. And that was how my left hand spent the majority of the day. Aye, aye, aye. Now, in addition to that, take your left arm and bring it in close to your body, like, like you've got a, uh, a walnut under your left arm that you're trying to crack like a nutcracker and just pull that arm in really close to your body as tight and as hard as you can. Flex the bicep and really give it a, a cinch like your Arnold Schwarzenegger doing one of those bodybuilding poses except keep that elbow in and bring that armpit into your ribs so tightly that you scrape a rash on the skin of your arm. That is how my left arm spent the next 30. 
18 hours. And now for my right arm, because not to be left out, it wanted to play too. And bending at the elbow with the palm of the hand facing out, bring that arm up and Point the fingers out, away from your body. Bend at the wrist and at the elbow so that your hand forms a sort of chicken shape, chicken wing thing. And now flex as hard as you can. I mean, really hard. And that is how my right hand and arm spent the next 13 hours. Now, mind you, this all happened between 11 and 12, 12.30-ish yesterday with no warning, no pre-behavior um, on my part that was any different than any other fucking day. And it was just something that happened so that by the end of my support group, I was barely able to log off the damn computer. I tried stretching out a few times and was minorly successful in unsticking myself, but I spent the next hour or so attempting to reply to two emails, which, being unsuccessful, I thought, Oh, well, I will have one more glass of water and then go to bed. Sometimes when my PD gets the best of me, the only thing I can do is just reset, take a nap. That sounds like a great idea, Travis. But it here's was. my question. Okay, so did it did that correct it or not? Well, I laid down this is now between 1.30, yeah, 1.30 and 2.30-ish, you know, maybe around 2 p.m. yesterday. I laid down, practiced the relaxation techniques that I've learned to slowly unclench my arms, relax my hands, really focused on the breathing, and just started drift off. You know, that active um, clenching really takes a lot of energy and oh, it's can leave you very tired. And just as I was unwinding enough to start to fall asleep, I felt the distinct sensation of my bladder not to be left out of the party decided <laughs> It wanted to spasm too, and I had urine running down my leg and wetting the fucking bed. Oh, 43 God. years old, and I wet the fucking bed. So there goes the nap. I'm up and now trying in full chicken-handed, uh, clenched fist uh, style to change my damn sheets, bundle them off into the washer, oh, and take a quick shower because I was covered in my own pee. Not fun. Um, By the time I got that done, it was nearly four o'clock and I had to get ready for Lodge. 
So I begin the arduous process of cooking myself some dinner. Mind you, this whole time, my hand is so clenched crookedly, I can't hold a knife or a fork without dropping them and flipping that damn chicken patty, or not chicken seitan patty in my case, was nearly impossible. But I managed to push my way through it and, you know, get the damn thing flipped and fried and, you know, no fire was set to anything unintentional and I managed to get dinner mostly eaten, being very careful not to uh, choke as I was chewing and carefully not to drink too much water from that point out because my bladder had decided it was a spasm party and I had to pee literally every 15 minutes throughout that entire process of changing the sheets and making dinner every time I'd start to you know, get out a frying pan, then uh, get out the chicken patties. Oh, stop and pee. Go back. Open the chicken patty container. Put a chicken patty on the frying pan. Oh, stop and pee. And not to be left out of the fun, because, hey, what's a parky party where your whole body isn't rebelling against you? My face pulled off into that rictus snarl that gives my voice that distinct parky sort of you know munched sound most of the time and it also leaves my mouth partly open which means during this whole time every time i tipped my face forward drool came flying out of my mouth so i'm leaking at both ends literally just <laughs> drooling peeing and can't manage to get shit done at all until sarah comes home at around 6:30 Helps me get dressed for lodge. Thank goodness, because at that point, buttoning up a button-down shirt and tying my bow tie, let alone the cufflinks I wore, would have been just not possible. But yeah. I managed to, you know, get dressed, catch an Uber to lodge. I spent a good two hours there trying to fight my arm spasms enough to, you know, shake hands and greet people. But that was still difficult because my arm was still spasming. My face was still pulled into the weird expression, and it made talking impossible. I had to repeat myself three and four times for folks to understand me, at which point I got a lot of patient nods. It's okay, brother. You don't have to answer. Which, you know, thanks, guys, but that didn't really make me feel a lot better. I get home, got a ride home, and that takes me up to about, you know, 10... 30 at night-ish, and remember, I still have to put the laundry in the dryer 
so that I have blankets to sleep with, ran that. Meanwhile, I'm trying to uh, pack out an email to my neurologist and set a uh, appointment online with my urologist because it had been one of those days where I felt like calling in all kinds of cavalry. And so I managed to sort of bungle out those, although it was a rather terse email. It was like, Doc, you got to help Travis. Bye. You know? (laughs) And... Which I'm sure was effective, Travis. Just want to say. Well, yeah, he did write me back early this morning and said, we'll try and get you in next week. So good. that's that's a positive. But so around 1 a.m., I finally get my laundry dry, go in, make, finish making my bed. Sarah's long asleep and passed out by now. So I'm trying to do it quietly with only the one light on. Mind you, just making my bed with my arm all crunked up like that takes me like 25 minutes. This whole day, everything took so damn long to get anything done. And then finally, I lay down. I took two sleeping pills instead of the one I usually take because I'm just praying to knock the fuck out. I'm just, I'm done with this day, you know? I'm, I've put up with it as much as I can. Take two sleeping pills and blessedly sleep came very soon. Ah, <sighs> 90 minutes later. Boing! I'm awake because you guessed it. My bladder is still having a spasm party. And even though I was wearing a diaper this night, because, hey, fool me once, right? Uh, I still wake up with the sensation of having to pee. Jumped up, got out of bed, peed. Could not get back to sleep because my arm was clenching so hard into my chest that it actually hurt my chest. And I had to spend the night physically holding my arm apart from my torso with my other arm. So I spent the next four and a half hours lying in bed, thrashing, trying to relax enough to get to sleep until Sarah's alarm went off this morning and I got up and started it all again. So that was my horrible, no good, very bad fucking day yesterday. And so if you've listened this far, my friends, uh, thank you. I um, had a bit of a therapeutic uh, release in (laughs) describing to you all my uh, horribly fucked up day yesterday. And the thing of it was, I did everything I was supposed to. I exercised. I drank my water, I ate my breakfast, I took my pills exactly as described on time, and I still had 16, 17 hours of cramping spasms that 
really lasted the entire waking day for me. And while it did suck, I'm here to tell you that there is another day and another episode. So we want you to please go ahead and give the next episode a listen, where we will continue explaining what we do when we run into horrible, terrible, no good, very bad days. Travis, I think that's a wrap. Bing.